Hey you, don't listen to that. Listen to this. This is the Heavy Heavy Monster Pod, the nuttiest pod around. So if you're coming home from work and you don't want to be a jerk, well listen, checkerheads, you better start to go berserk to the ridiculous podcast insanity of Madness March. Checkered past the Scottcast. Watch this. your life these days what the fuck you doing with yourself what the fuck you doing with your life these days what the fuck you doing with yourself What up, Checkerheads? Welcome to Checkered Pass, the Skycast with Celine and Rob, the show where a skanking ham palace and a hip hip cheerio explore the history and impact of a different band each episode and hope to bring in new fans along the way. I'm Rob Smash, and this is my sister and co-host, Celine Suggs. Celine Suggs? Yeah. Celine Suggs. I don't get it. Yeah, that's fine. You'll get it. Will I? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And here, as always, on our trombonist is engineer Joey Kicks. It's me, Joey Kicks. So, I guess. what do they all mean? Are those members people. of the madness? Oh, you're you're getting the madness. There. You're getting are, are, there. are they are they um, eldritch? Are they Brit horrors? Words? Are the names of eldritch horrors weird madness? Brit words? You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm getting it. That's where I was going with it. Yep, that guy's a racist. Yeah, he's kind of. I was trying to think of <laughs> a, real cool, <laughs> a cool, excellent pun name that's like British. And then all I can think of Selenio, but I don't think. Right. <laughs> hip hip cheerio. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, that's just copying Rob's joke. <laughs> and I, 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 I got Yorkshire Selen. <laughs> like, that's it. That's very good. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> I was trying to, I just, I, um, I, I kind of got lazy what's with What's the, the be- a beans thing? Beans on toast? What's so the beans thing? What's the beans thing? Breakfast? It's called the breakfast. Yeah, yeah. they have beans for uh, breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, they like have beans for breakfast. Thing. What a weird thing. I can't thing wait to, to I can't wait to confront Craig about his beans. Oh, giving it away. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> well, if you're on Twitter, you know what's happening. Yeah, you know anyways. Yeah, just go online. So why don't I actually tell you we're we're being so so coy, coy? but yet also ooh, talking ooh. about what this is all about. Oh yeah, this is we're totally breaking from our regular it's programming. It's March 1st. It's Madness March. Ah! So all month long, we are doing March Madness style bracket to pit 32 Madness singles in head-to-head battle to determine once and for all the greatest Madness song of all time. So thanks for everyone who voted on their predictions. Voting ended February 28th. Oh, I didn't get my vote in. Well, don't. For a free t-shirt. Why would you do it? I I don't know. For (laughs) For participation. (laughs) For participation. I'll give you a participation ribbon. (laughs) Well. If you want to follow along on the bracket, it is at challenge.com slash madnessmarch. C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash Madness March. That's not Rob March. being cheeky about saying challenge. No, that's the name, that's of, the the name of the website. Challenge. The first challenge. time when he was talking about it, I was like, okay, like, I guess you're doing a bit. Nope. <laughs> the crazy name of this website that challenge. I have to spell out to people. And we can do that because we're French. Challenge. <laughs> Joey can't, though. Yeah, I can. <laughs> dad's the, from the East Coast. They speak French out there. Challenge. The matchups are based on how well the songs charted in the UK. So if you know anything about March Madness, it's like the top team goes against the bottom team. So in this case, it's the 
highest charting madness single would go against the bottom charting single and then kind of like that. I, I understand it. It seems kind of unfair, but okay. Oh, you'll see. <laughs> You're talking chart bias, but that's how that's how March Madness works. So I by your that, definition, March Madness is unfair. Do, do yeah, that's you what I'm have a I, I know nothing wave. about it to be honest. You have so. a better way. No, I, I got nothing. So uh, get rid of the electoral college, right? Yeah. Here's how it's going to work. <laughs> Week one and two, the CPSC crew, Rob Slin, Joey, will do the matchups in round one in rapid succession. For a lot of us, it will be the first time listening to most of these songs. I have not pre-listened to any of these songs. Some I know. I would say a good 80% of them I don't know. Oh. Um, and I'm, Selena and, and I are probably a good percentage less than that. <laughs> yeah, maybe like 10% songs yeah, I know. Yeah, so we're, we're blind listening to these mm-hmm. songs for the first time, just like 30 seconds to a minute of a song, and we're just first impressions. Do we like it? Do we not? And then head-to-head, which one do we like better? It advances. So this first round is really just first impressions. That's the theme. Week two, we're bringing on a guest who will give us a UK perspective for round two. An oh, wait, that's week three. Week three, an he'll uck. come on for, for round two. An uck perspective. That's right. Okay. And then an res. in week four, it'll be round three, and we'll bring in another guest to talk about their videos, the Madness's videos. And in the last week, week five, the semifinals and finals, we're talking about everything, how important the songs are, how good the lyrics are, the music, everything, taking everything into account. So... Maybe you don't know who Madness is. Maybe we're talking about this and you're like, poor Maybe Quam, you're Madness. dumb little stupid idiot who doesn't know <laughs> Madness is. I'm just kidding. They are a or ska band that began in the Duh. 70s and was, Duh. Large, Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was <laughs> largely associated with the two-tone movement, although only rarely actually appeared on that label. They're actually more so tied to the stiff label where Elvis Costello, Nick Lowe, The Damned, The Pogues, that's where they were. Uh, where they were one of their biggest acts. They're one of the most successful UK singles bands of all time, charting over 30 singles, having 13 of their singles in a row chart in the 80s. Oh, shit. They began as an homage to Prince Buster, their name being an, uh, named after one of, their so- one of Prince Buster's songs. Cool. Um, and early played heavy ska and reggae, but their style would evolve over time to merge ska with pop, new wave, punk, music hall, carving out a unique style they called the Nutty Sound. They've mm. enjoyed a relatively stable Move lineup. Move over, Mr. Peanut. Before I tell you who the lineup of Madness, the best-known version of it is, it's time to play the nation's most critically acclaimed Triva Ska game show. I thought you said there was no more of this. I thought you said we had no time. And this is going to be extra fun because... You said there was no time. All we had time was listening to no, songs. No, because this will be fun. <laughs> Are we all playing? Sure. Joey, you can join us. How many horns are in Madness? I I don't, we don't get like something to listen. We can't do it after the first song. Well, there's only four members. Sure. (laughs) Um, Incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm going based on what I remember from the album cover that we reenacted in (laughs) order to have the cartoon drawn of us. This is good. This is good. Uh, So I think there were seven. Oh, were there? Members? I only remembered the four that we were. <laughs> no, I believe seven. there were seven. You nailed it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna narrow it down. There'll be a drummer. Mm-hmm. There'll be keys. Mm-hmm. There'll be guitar, bass. Mm-hmm. Um, so that probably leaves four horns. No, oh. three horns and a this singer. This is a probably. technique I've used. Well, that's three left. Yeah. Oh, three left. Right. Okay. The process so, of elimination. Two horns. 
I'm going to guess. Dos Hornerses. Unos Hornerses. One horn. One horn. It's got to be a saxophone. Got to be yeah. a saxophone. <laughs> so here's the lineup. So you got it. Chaz Smash. That's where I got that. Chaz name. Smash. Chaz Smash. Chaz is the smash. So hold on is a second. The, hold okay, on a second. Yeah, wait. The coolest name you chose for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You I guys, want to be Chaz you, Smash. Yeah, you you all prep for these episodes. That you also can name sounds like, like a flat <laughs> king dude. Um, like name, Chaz Smash. Chaz, Chaz Smash. Smash. Yeah, oh, it's Chaz Smash. So they all have crazy names. So like, let's we'll start there. <laughs> Here we go. He is the hype man, dancer, sometimes singer. He's hey. the Ben Carr of the group. That's fun. Uh, Suggs is the vocalist, lyricist. He is the most famous member of like he's. Okay, I like that you gave me yeah, that. He is uh, like <laughs> he's the most it. distinctive so in guy. Suggs it is. Yeah, kicks. Is the sax player. Hey, nah, that's I don't do that, but that's fun. Yeah, but you got the vibe. <laughs> do I? Chrissy Boy is the guitarist. Right. Ba- Barso is the keyboard player. Woody is the drummer. And Betters is the bass player. Wouldn't Are you Woody, identifying with Betters? Well, I was just going to say, wouldn't Woody go better with me? Because that actually my last name is Woods. Fuck. Shut up. <laughs> I do, I Shut up right up. now. Shut your mouth right now. Joey, Guess yeah, that would have been a joke. That would have been an actual joke. That would have been joke. a joke. But I was so proud Shit. of Skankingham Palace. Yeah. yeah, Skankingham Palace is pretty good. Um, I have something to say very quick. Okay. Which is honestly my only whatever about madness, just to get started. Okay, sounds good. Um, Their music is just everywhere all the time. Like, yeah. it's just every, like, like grocery right. store, like, that movies, every movie, every TV show. Like, it's actually kind of insane how much their music is everywhere. They have to have licensed it time. like crazy, right? They must right? be very wealthy. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's all I had to say is just, My like, impression it's remarkable is it, how much their music is everywhere. You, you, I think what's, what's interesting about Madness is that we think of them as, like, a kind of popular band. But I don't think we can properly understand how popular they are in the UK. Right. Right. Yeah. Unreal. How po- like there would be songs that would be number one in the UK and nowhere else. Right. Like we're talking like tragically hip here. That's right. The okay. tragically hip of the UK. Ooh, yeah. They got a way cooler deal. I mean, I like the tragically hip, but like the Sum 41. Yeah, this is way cooler. Sum 41. <laughs> the, the gob. Gob. <laughs> hey, Sum 41. Sum 41 and uh, Simple Plan. Buried the hatchet, did Pierre. a song together. Oh, yeah. Yep, and I Pierre watched the video the other day, and uh, it looks like a video Dare from 2002. Dare I say we digress? <laughs> you say. Yeah, you said we had a lot of songs. I'm we trying do, to be we helpful. have so many, okay. holy shit. I know, holy I'm shit. trying we not to do go along. 16 go. songs okay. this episode. Matchup one, Take it round on, one. Matchup one. First song. House of Fun, released in 1982, a standalone single that reached number one in the UK and bridged the gap between their albums Seven and The Rise and Fall. So I'm guessing this has to be the low. Number one in the UK. Yeah. Oh, so this is the number one and then the next one will be the low one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. So written by Kix and Barso, this song is a jaunty two-tone pop song about a young boy trying to buy condoms. Mm. (laughs) already good there's some of that saxophone and some other horns yeah. so if i played this song first and said guess that horn section you would have had to guess a whole that would have been a tricky guess 
don't cover up their accents. No, that's good, right? And I like that. Also, Suggs is uh, Scottish, I think. It's a This, this is, is the very chart. good, yeah. This is the chart cover? No, this is their biggest song. What a weird song to be popular. Like, I like it, but this is a weird... Fun house? House of fun. Song, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, again, like, the relationship that I mean, the rad. UK has with ska music is so different. Yeah. They right. had one band play gigantic ska songs for almost a decade... And nobody out there is just like moths or stick memeing. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> weird how they had it as a popular genre, but it's not like, you know, like it doesn't have the negativity that it had in the U.S. Anyway. Again, we're, it's it is, too, too tone though. That's right. I mean, it, it doesn't make a difference. Mozzarella. So it is going up against their bottom. Released in January 2013, the song is called Never Knew Her Name. It was the second single from their 2012 album, Wee Wee See See Ya Ya Da Da. Mm -hmm. And at the time was one of their biggest songs since the new millennium, hitting 88 on the UK charts. The song tells the tale of a man being smitten at a club, but unable to tell the girl he knows how he's feeling. It was very late in the discotheque. I was feeling blue. Different vocal quality th- yeah, like I don't know 30 if years later. Ever listened? I don't know if I've ever heard this one. We'll see what it kicks in, I guess. Keys and sax always play a big part in a madness song. I mean, I almost exclusively just like slow songs, so I'm Me assuming too. it's going to pick up. Pick it up, pick it up. Well, I thought you were nice. Oh, it's so disco. So, right? Yeah. So funky disco? This party? feels funky disco. I bet you say that it's pretty fun. It's fun, but it's no house of fun. Yeah, I think house of fun. I think I'm... Yeah, I do I want to vote on it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. House, house of right. fun. Yeah. So three, two, one. House, house of, of fun. fun. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I did Not like that song. See, March that Madness is unfair. Song. Yeah, what? what did you <laughs> I say? said March Madness is unfair. <laughs> you spent hours and hours coming up with something better, Joey. No, no, I just mean the the system of pitting the strongest against the weakest. <laughs> once you get into the middle, once you get, yeah. Yeah. Once, once you get once, into the middle, there will be dark horses. There will be dark horses, and there will be a dark horse, and it'll be worth it. Yeah, totally. I, that's what I'm excited for. Katie All right, Perry, dark horse. Let's go into the second matchup. Love Struck, released in July 1999. It hit number 10. Ooh. It was the lead single from their album, Wonderful. What did 10 do to it to make it hit it? <laughs> Heavily promoted because it was the first slate of new music from the band since the 80s, and the song lyrics detail a potential one-night stand, but a definite binge-drinking episode. They skipped almost the whole 90s? Yeah. Except for right what at the end? What were they doing? No, well, they broke up kind of in the 80s. And okay. it reformed in the 90s. I just want to know Right what at the very end. Just No, they reformed in the 99. early 90s, but didn't oh. make new music until 99. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, there was a live album they did in the early 90s that was kind of their, like, rejoining of the music industry. And then they took two singles they already had and re-released Recharted them. them. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they charted. Of course they did. Isn't that wild? And we will get to that when we get to those songs. But here's Love Struck. Staggering home from the pub, you know. <laughs> I don't love the bass. Canadians are funny like that too. Yeah. I like the bass kind of. The sound left from the left side of my head. I think that's just what the song does. Weird. No. No, no, no there was something too long. That's why oh. I don't this is kind of boring I'm not gonna lie this Yeah I'm not loving this me. This yeah. album is not That well regarded If I remember correctly It's not I don't It's fine It's kind of like fine. Yeah It's music that if I heard it somewhere it, I would kind of bob my head But I wouldn't like Look up who it was Yeah it's not that urgent It's missing some energy Yeah Yeah Anyway So that's going up again So we're already kind of like I'm Feeling mad about it I think that's the but it, it hit number 10. Isn't that interesting? That's wild. So it's going up against uh, the song Michael Caine. Ooh. Is that love an actor? You Re- love yeah. him. Released in January 1984 as the lead single from Keep Moving and peaked at number 11 on the UK charts. It is written by Chaz Smash and Woody with Chaz. Smash on vocals in place of Suggs. It features original vocal samples by actor Michael Caine. And lyrically deals with the paranoia during the troubles. I mean, I've never heard this song, but that's a pedigree, man. I'm kind of excited to listen <laughs> to this. I'm also excited just that it's about Michael Caine, or inspired by Michael Caine. Michael Caine does on the song. on the song. <laughs> like, he did some samples and gave it to them. How cool is that? I am Michael Caine. <laughs> Sorry, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> Michael Caine. Honestly, you can't just be on a feature. I like this already I'm Michael Caine. more than the other ones. I'm telling Craig that I need to be like, I'm still in the Baby. This is weird. Their mid 80s stuff kind of has this like a sophisticated pop type of thing going on. It's a yeah. little Bowie. Yes. Yeah. It's a little Bowie. They love Bowie. I can hear Big it. Big Bowie fans. So that's why I'm kind of into this, is this is bringing me. You know what? To a place of Bowie. I'm ready to. Yeah. This is like space. Yeah, I'm ready I'm to know that. Okay. Oh wait, yeah. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. All right. Sorry. Three. What was two, that song title called? Michael Caine. Oh, you're Michael laughing. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. 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 Three, ready. Two. One. Michael, Michael Caine. Caine. Yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. That's yeah. That's fun. All right. That's that's exciting. Bowie. Yeah. Um, I I'm only picking it because of I. Michael, Michael Caine. Caine. Yeah, honestly, that had me. Yeah. I was. It was already done. Yeah. It, it was. I don't know how long Michael Caine's gonna last. <laughs> But so and Michael Caine. I am Michael Caine. Oh. <laughs> it, it might Michael win the whole thing. It's gonna be the new. I, that's the, the dark the one. Uncut, the new uncut gems Caine. is gonna just be a bunch the video of people is great, being yeah. like, "I am Michael Caine" instead of uncut gems. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am Michael Caine. Walter Wayne. I can't do a Michael Caine impression. Anyway, I am Michael Caine. The next matchup. <laughs> so many. Bad. <laughs> <British> <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> it's going to be on our next episode, and we'll have a British person. We'll, we'll have, have not the next one. The one after. Oh yeah, we'll the, have the, we'll have yeah. a British person. A British person. A Brit. <laughs> uh, really objectifying Craig. <laughs> the next matchup. Matchup. 
three. <laughs> That's a lot of songs to listen to. All right. Song is called Driving in My Car, released in July 1982. It is a standalone single that hit number four. I think I know which this one. It is a mostly new wave song written by Barso about, get this, driving. In, in a car. car. Wow. Along with House of Fun, it helped bridge the gap between Seven and the Rise and Fall. Ooh. Car. That's what that is. Definitely heard this song before, for sure. Did I write this song? This just sounds like the song you sing to yourself as you're doing something. It's This is great. This sounds like House of Fun, too. Yeah. I dig it. This is where they still like had like some Scott-ish stuff going on, right? Yeah. This is fun, weird Scott music. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You're tiptoeing around the house. Just doing a creep. If you're Betty booping around. Hey, no shade on Betty boop cartoons. They rock. I'm hesitant on this one. Uh-oh. Me and, me and Joey oh, are I know you guys are way yeah. more into it than I am. Yeah. Well, I will hear this the other next, one. The next song is NW5, released in January 2008. It is a single from Liberty of Norton Folgate and peaked at number 24. That album rules. Um, I really liked it. It was written by Barso and Kix as an ode to their postcode from Kentishtown and the people they left behind with their fame. NW5. Already, <laughs> so dramatic. Yeah. Huh? Oh, spooky. It's, it's like the beginning of yeah. cold as ice. That's why you like. That's why I cold as ice. Lover boy. Yeah. Or foreigner. No oh, foreigner. This actually is emulating the, that type of music that I do like. Oh, this is this is a little showy. This is a little musical. Oh yeah. Yes. Which they also love. Yeah. Oh, this is this is giving me London town. <laughs> where do they have a, There's like an area in London where all the plays and theaters West are. End. Is that is the that West End. Yes. yes it is. It's giving me the West End. This is cool. I think I like the other one better. Same. Oh, yeah. Oh, so those That's strings. good. Oh, it's a solid tam, we got too. Some got some solid tam going on. You know I love a tam. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's... So a very dramatic song. Okay. What's I, that song called? It's called NW5. NW5. Damn. All right. Um, okay, I'm just going to lock in. I'm just going to be honest okay. with myself. Be okay. honest with yourself. What was the other song myself. title again? Driving in my car. Driving in my car, right. Okay. Remember right. how stupid it sounded. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Okay, three, two, one. NW5. Yeah. Sorry, Slyn. I did like that song. I was like, yeah. couldn't, I was really locking eyes yeah. with Rob. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was trying to force his mouth to do it. If I, I was like, thinking stared about at his it. mouth, then he had to look at me if his mouth would just do it. But I would... Oh, what was... a wrong answer. <laughs> you know what? I'm There's... out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Next matchup. This is a song you may know. Our House, released in November 1982. It. <laughs> it is the lead single from Rise and Fall, hit number five on the UK charts. 
but also charted in the U.S. It did not chart as high as House of Fun, but I would argue in North America it's way, way more, more popular. popular. Way more popular. Way yeah. Yeah. More the song popular. is an earworm pop song written by Chaz Smash and Chrissy Boy about their working class lives growing up in the U.K., it is also the title of a musical based on Madness songs and is featured in many, many, many Maxwell commercials. <laughs> yes. The coffee one always gets always to Okay, but one one second before we get into it though. You just said that there's a musical about so does that mean it's a ska musical? Yeah, there's a jukebox. There's already musical. a ska musical? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know a there was a musical about madness. That's rad. Yeah. For another day. Today I learned. Put <laughs> another dime in the jukebox, baby. I love rock and roll. And madness? Double time. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh. Okay. A real low piano? Yeah, a little low piano. Why don't people play low on the piano more? They do. You just can't hear it as much because it's bassy and it gets lost in the mix. But it's cool. Strings. Yeah. You're hearing those strings. Also the tan. Ah, uh, they got they love a good tan. Uh, the There's enough people. Look, they got a guy who mostly just dances. Well, I would do it for I bet free. he plays tan. I would oh, do it for He does free. this. Like he does these like jerky Rob like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I've I've seen that guy. Yeah, it's on the, yeah. We're hey, you're actually yeah. Look people. at that. Oh, you're in the middle that's of how we'll get, street. That's how we'll convince us. people to join the Patreon. Oh no! They do in the next chorus where they oh, drop, yeah, where they the, drop key. the key. Yeah, dropping a key is a move. That's fun. Yeah. Where yeah, like raising a key is is you know we do that. Yeah, but dropping a key, you're like pretty confident. Yeah. I do yeah. like that song, yeah, but that it is hard because it's so overplayed. It's very that, like, overplayed. Honestly, it's become elevator music to me. And at also, this point. It, also, when you break I it down, I am going to put out perhaps a spicy take, but that's not a ska song. No. No, not that's not spicy. That's no. not, yeah. You know, I, when it's I was... It's a new wave song. I, I think when I was best, starting to get into, like, punk and ska and stuff, I just never really listened to Madness a whole lot. Like, I knew some of their more ska-y stuff, but, like, I was like, our house is, like, not ska. I don't, I don't really get it. Well, <laughs> our house is ska, but the song our house In is this house, ska. In this it's house, it's ska. This is a ska house. <laughs> yeah. This is the house this ska is, built. Yeah. And it is going up against Sorry. Released in March 2007. Say that again the right way. Sorry. Sorry. Released in March 2007, <laughs> it is a standalone single meant to bridge the gap between the Danger Man Sessions and Liberty Fullgate. They like to release singles just when they're not putting out albums. They, they do that. That's fair. The song Ahead oddly of their time. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. The song, oddly enough, was written by a third party. A different group of songwriters wrote it and gave it to... Madness, like it's the only time that's ever happened with them. Cool, but they just like rewrote the shit out of it, so they also get a songwriting credit. From of course. It. Um cool. and uh, oh, they released it on their own label, Lucky Seven. Um, um, so sorry, it's okay. Wait, Canadians kind of say sorry like Brits, and right. it's the Americans that say it. It's sorry, that way. they say sorry, sorry right? So, oh, that hurts. <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. That yeah. takes like my whole mouth. Sorry. Yeah. And it sounds Ooh. really insistent. Sorry. Especially when you yeah. normally hear it as. Sorry. 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 So Canadians are kind of like, sorry. Or it's and then, like, sorry. Like, it also, hurts us ow, to say Also, we often uh, sorry. will put like a, oh, in front of it too. Oh, right. sorry. Why, oh, sorry. Is that a Canadian oh. thing? Yeah. I say, oh, sorry. Yeah, I say, oh, sorry. Like sorry. every two Do minutes at work. Oi, sorry. Hep, hep, cheerio. It hit number 23 on the UK charts and tells the tale of regret in relationships. Sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry. Oh, featuring Sway and Baby Blue, it says on my notes here. Oh. This is pretty cool already. Put on the scanner. Oh, oh, whoa. Dubby. That's fun. I already like Ooh. this. Yeah, this is pretty sweet. Oh, this is good. Well, this was... So Danger Man Sessions was a covers album they did about Rocksteady stuff. Okay. So this was right after that. Oh, shit. That's rad. This is cool. Yeah, this is fucking sweet. And this is going up against Our House? That's wild. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. That makes this decision very difficult. My decision is very <laughs> oh, are, we're gonna ruin some some people's day. I don't yeah. even care. I already know what I'm gonna do. That's easy. Oh. What did What did you enjoy listening to right now more? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. All right. That's yeah. what I need you guys oh, to answer because okay. we need this to be honest. And this is what this well, is about. I think this we're just gonna have about. to say so, this so to I'm gonna, everyone. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I do plan on allowing fans to vote back in a song as a dark horse competitor. Like if that's we like eliminate it, that's somebody, like the golden there's chocolate always, bar. There's always, there's always a spicy yeah. one that you think should make it that doesn't. Right. So again, I've okay. said this, maybe I haven't said this on this pod, like but I'm, I'm ripping, I'm ri- ripping off Doughboys like hardcore with yeah. this. Um, and they do that on that show. So I'm, I'm, I'm pulling a lipstick right now. I'm right. Pulling, pulling a lipstick of a fan favorite. Yep. All right, let's do and the I'm vote. Okay. Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Sorry. Fuck. That's wild. I can't believe we knocked our house. I just did that today. We just knocked our house in round one, episode one. Holy smokes. I didn't think it was going to make it to the end. I thought at some point we were going to be like, I'm done with our house. I always felt like for sure. The culture. But honestly, no. The second song is better. And for me, for me. Yeah, it was fun. Fucking cool. That was a really fun fucking rock study song. Sick. That was sick. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Any day. Well, this is a, we're halfway through. <laughs> what an upset. Yeah, we're halfway. This is the best time to do this. So it's time to take a break. When we get back, we're finishing off round one, part one. Woo. What the fuck you doing with your life these days? What the fuck you doing with yourself? Welcome back to Checkered Past the Skycast. It's Madness March, round one, part one. And we're halfway through our matchups. So we're on to the next one. It is uh, Baggy Trousers, oh. released in September 1980 from their sophomore album, Absolutely, and peaking at number three in the UK. Trousers? I'm pretty sure I've heard this I know song. this song. Yeah. Uh, it's emblematic of their early ska pop sound and was written by Suggs and Chrissy Boy as an ode to how great it was to be a little shithead kid in school. <laughs> Fun fact, the song was covered by the Transplants. Oh, that's fuck, extra. Bro. Then I definitely have probably heard it. Transplants don't give a fuck, right? Transplants yeah. don't wake you, wake you, wake you, wake you. <laughs> I'm up. I'm screaming for no reason. <laughs> your okay. screaming was Mickey Mouse. Yeah, you're, why were you a tiny person yelling? <laughs> Have you listened to the transplants before? The yeah, transplants like, like yell. <laughs> yeah. That's not the impression I get <laughs> from that. He's just that voice falsettoing <laughs> all the time. The transplants don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh, hey. in the air. Let me see him. Fuck you. Hey. Oh, hey, oh, where's my steamboat? <laughs> I'm all the triathlons. Baggy trousers. <laughs> Baggy trousers. 
so many random percussions. Yeah, they do a lot of little kind of weird percussive stuff. This is very good. I like this. Oh, this song is um, so good. The earlier stuff, when I hear it, like I, I really like the those two Monks albums, which got popular only in Canada and the UK. A band called the Monks. They're like kind of a parody punk rock ska band. They, the ska songs sound like this. Oh yeah. And this is good. Oh, baggy trousers. What a classic. Dan, it made me happy. And it is going up. So, I mean, I know I, I have a little bit of a bias going in, so we'll see. It's going up against a song called Johnny the Horse, released in Ooh. October 1999 as a follow-up single on their album Wonderful, but failing well short of the success of Love Struck, peaking at number 44. It's a straight-up pop song written by Chaz Smash about unhoused people and the often violent struggles they find themselves in. So it's about a political song. Social political. Uh oh, grandpa guitar. This is what this is what started Mumford and Sons. No, this sounds like uh, the Pogues. Oh, the Pogues. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Label mates, the Pogues. Yeah. The I already have I like an opinion. I, yeah. <laughs> this is an easy choice for me. I know. I was like, Joey was out like the first strum. First strum of that grandpa guitar. Actually, no, that's not true. It could have turned around, but I hate this style of music, so. Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry, I'm falling asleep, you guys. It's brutal. This is boring. So boring. Pumpkin sleazy. Alrighty. Ate some cheesies. Baggy trousers, Johnny the horse. Three, two, one. Baggy trousers. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, what fun we had, but it didn't really turn out bad. Anyway. Oh, yeah, we got Rob doing it. It's so hard to get Rob to do an accent. He's done it a few times already. Yeah, I've been at it. Yeah, but you went for it that time. And you sounded, it's because you, you know why? Because Rob's such a little fucking... What? I don't what? know what's the what? word. Like, what? Like, we're off yeah. to an aggressive start. Like a, like a little a, fucking <laughs> what? Like a dapper. I'm trying to look think dapper. of the world. Not dapper, but like a posh, a kind of like poorly oh, dressed boo, boo, person. You know? Like kind of British person. There's like a yeah. name for it. Uh, like a poo, a poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like kind of like, like a, a little boy? bit of a... Am I like a little teddy like, boy? No, but like an upper class kind of like oh posh. Not like a posh. I, I want to say pouncy boy, but that's not pouncy. I think that's like slang for for gay. No, that's like not. I don't know. Is that where you're going? No, this is very inappropriate, Celine. You're not being a good ally right now. You know, you don't know enough about the slang to be just throwing slang around like that. I realize that now. <laughs> Oh fuck yeah! Madness March. Fop, foppish. Fop. Fop was that's, the word. Yes, I got it. Foppish. You're a little foppish. That's what I was looking for. Foppish, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Do you yeah. do you, that, you No, a, a pop. A fop is well what dressed. Is, what is a fop? You're well dressed. You, with your you have a lot of suits. And but they you have like nice. they all have like like the poofy like it's Edwardian like they have like the like a fop. I guess, little, but you have a yeah. foppish. I have a foppish demeanor is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm Next matchup. I'm so glad we yeah, got we there. We got there. It's very UK English centric <laughs> in episode. We're on. We're on. We're on topic. It's important. That's Everyone good. knows we're on topic. topic. 
So the next matchup, The Return of the Lost Palmas 7, released January 1981. The song was originally a standalone single, but eventually would end up in a different version on the album Absolutely. The song is the debut writing credit for drummer Woody and is somewhat subdued, less ska-inflicted, inflected, inflicted, less ska-inflected, instrumental. It was commissioned. It was commissioned by Sounds Stiff like Records. Me listening to this podcast. Yeah. Who? So Stiff Records, the record label, went to them and said, "One Step Beyond is such a huge hit. You need to make another one." Right. And uh, they reluctantly did so. Do. Yeah. Even yeah. small labels, even in indie, every label does that. Would do it if you if you're on a label and you got a hit, your label's coming to you and saying, "Hey, do that again." And so uh, it charted at number seven. Return of the Lost Palmas Seven. People love the shit out of this song. Yeah, this I've heard a lot. I don't know if I have. I just know it because of the, like, social activity party sound in the beginning. It's a pretty, like, sunny and warm song so far for being UK. Usually not a sunny, warm vibe. Some, some more weirded percussion, as you had said. Oh, yeah. It's got a little bit of a pseudo-bossa nova feel to it. Oh, totally. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, if I heard it's that in an F elevator. If it had that... Yep, totally. Whatever that thing is called. Um, a, fop, a fop. It's called a fop. It's going up against a song called One Better Day. Released. I'm talking fop, fop, fop. <laughs> Uh, well, there's that song by. Like WAP. Oh yeah, like, I was thinking I about. <laughs> what's that band that does Love Roller Coaster? The Ohio Players. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, they did a cover. <laughs> and they do the song. Um, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I believe they're featuring on that song. But the Ohio Players had a song called FOP, and it's like I think it's just about fucking. Oh. I'm pretty sure they just go FOP, funk, yeah. oh pussy, maybe yeah. or something like oh, that. Oh maybe. I feel, like that might, I feel like that might be more accurate mm -hmm. than... Um, release, okay, One Better Day. Released uh, June 1984. The song was a single from Keep Moving. It was written by Suggs and Betters, reaching number 18. It was a last-minute single choice, hoping to outdo Michael Caine, and includes more jazzy How elements. It would I'm I, Michael, Michael Caine. <laughs> it would also be the last release on Stiff for the band and lyrically details a story of a person with a lifetime of regret. One better day. So it's identifiable. Ooh, sweet saxophone. Oh, that is jazzy. It's pretty similar also a songs. little bossa nova each. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're both got a, kind of that little. I can't not shake so a little bit. So far, I think I kind of like the, like, Girl from Eat Panema vibe on the other one a little more than this, but they're pretty close actually. Is it like very the police to me? Oh, it is very police. Got that, that xylophone going on in the there. The vocals are very police to me. He's getting stingy. Less fake in Jamaican though. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's uh, having a bunch of tantric sex. Mm. It's making him sound Sting sound wasn't stingy. having tantric sex. I think till the nineties. I think till so. Till he was walking in fields of gold. That's right. Who else does that? John Mayer? Isn't he another guy who's like 
having like uh, Maximus s- from Gladiator. Hour. He walks in that field of gold at that one point. Oh, I, was, I thought we were still talking about oh. tantric sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. Oh, no, I was talking oh, about okay. I was talking about I people, moved. farmers walk through grain a lot. All right, what do we think? So, okay, we got Return of the Last Palamas 7 and One Better Day. Do you guys have your votes in? The latter was the Lost Palomas. No, the latter was One Better Day. The former was Return of Last Palmas. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got mine. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. Return of Lost Palmas. Whoa. Whoa. Celine is constantly <laughs> bucking the the. Ch- Whoa. Yeah. That's fair though. But you like they were pretty close. You don't like instrumentals as much. <laughs> Not also. really. Yeah. That also is part of it. Next matchup. <clears throat> Embarrassment. Released in November 1980, the song was a single from Absolutely and peaked at number four. It was written by Kix and tells a dark tale of a family rejecting a pregnant woman for carrying a black child. Whoa. It is super political. Real. The Absolutely is a good record. It sounds very happy for how their, their early is. stuff is. This is a very popular song. Yeah, I mean, this is. I think we're proving that all these songs are pretty popular. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I never knew how sad the topics were of a lot, of, or how political their songs were. Social, I would say, socially political, because they're political. like a lot of stuff about like. Because they're kind of neutral on it, and they're just describing. Political things. I find them politically like, neutral. They ha- th- that has gotten them into just trouble. They're describing like politically charged things, but not taking a stance. In this case, they're taking a stance because at the end of the song, okay. they they forgive those that and they welcome the the father into the picture and stuff. Like they do have they a they tell a story. Yes, That's they nice. like to tell stories. I like the sweet story. sax. Yeah, it's pretty sweet sax solo. All right, we kind of went That's on board on that one. Yeah, I like that one. What year did that come out? 81, 80. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like a little bit ahead of its time. Sounds more kind of 90s y almost, but cool. Mm. Um, And then it's going up against The Harder They Come. That's right. They did a cover of the Jimmy Cliff classic. Released in November 1992, this is a live track that went on as a single from their live album, Madstock. I kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Peaked at number 44, couldn't keep pace with the recent re-release of their classic singles. The song was recorded at London's Finsbury Park. The harder they come. London Town. (laughs) Camden Market. The West End. London, Tower of London. London Eye. Buckingham Palace. Yeah, I definitely recognize this song. But the, the Jimmy Cliff version is like yeah. insanely good. I like a little bit yeah. faster. Yeah. A little bit less reggae. There's some strings? Yeah. Well, that's probably the keyboard. But they have some backup, backup singers on stage, it sounds like. Which is cool. Is this live? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a tough matchup, a live song versus a... But it's a live cover of a very established song. I know my pick. I don't know how you guys are feeling. What was the first one? What Embarrassment. Versus The Harder They Come. How you guys feel? You got it? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Locked in. 
three, two, one. Embarrassment. Yeah. I just, if it yeah. was like the original version, like the Jimmy Cliff song, I think it'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That was, this, very, that was a good sounding live yeah, record though. They, the whole, I, out, the I, whole record It makes me like want to listen to the whole thing because I've never heard it before. So yeah. yeah, it's rad. This next matchup I think is fucking unfair as hell. Um, okay. One Step Beyond, the band's second single ever and first one from their debut in October 1979. Smash hit. A Chaz smash hit. It went up to number seven in the UK and is a cover of the Prince Buster pseudo-classic at the time. Actually, this was a B-side from the Prince Buster song Al Capone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But they obviously were big Prince Buster fans and pulled out a kind of obscure uh, song, a B-side. So that's kind of cool. This is Chaz Smash doing the vocals, not Suggs, uh, and has a very prominent sax lick from Kicks. I mean... Hey, you! This song's right. a fucking legend. This. Never heard of it. This is the heavy, heavy monster <laughs> sound. The I uh, request this song at every wedding I go to. So if you've come in That's a fact. Because I feel like people will dance. I don't think I ever knew that he said the nuttiest sound around yeah. until, until you explained it earlier. To the rockinest, rock steady beat of madness. One step It is a grooving jamming groove jam like how many instrumentals oh uh, this is an this, instrumental i like very much but <laughs> like every ska instrumental after this is basically like not everyone but like toasters instrumentals are taken from like someone, i think heavily influenced by this. 100 like malboro man okay if someone yeah. were to just like i'm there might be on there already but if someone goes on the youtube and makes a video of how to skank it better be to that fucking song because okay, that is, is the, the blueprint what's the intro what did what does he say? Hey, you don't watch yeah. that. Watch this. <laughs> this is the heavy, heavy monster sound, the That's nuttiest true. sound around. So if you're coming off the street and you're beginning to feel the heat, well, listen, Buster, you better oh. start to move your feet to the rockinest, rock steady beat of madness. That's um, fun. <laughs> they, That's a very fun. There's intro. so many references in there too, right? So yeah. yeah. When they say it's the heavy, heavy monster sound, that's from if you remember, Slynn, from our techniques episode, yeah. that comes from Monkey Spanner, mm-hmm. the David Ansel Collins song. He says, "Well, listen, Buster." That's a Prince Buster, Buster reference. Yeah. He said, "Rockin' is rock steady," right? It's just it's they, they packed a whole bunch of like so obscure references. Ska in there. puns. Yeah, it's Literally, the it's start. a pun yeah. run. It's it a is pun, a kicking off run. the show pun run. Self, like, re- re- not uh, just very scar self referential. Right. Oh I'm God. sure they just like. I'm sure they just like. If you were a Rudy in the '70s and you heard that, you're you'd be just like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> and it's if going up I against a song called saying. "Yesterday's Men," released in August 1985. It's a single from Mad Not Mad, a not very well received album. <laughs> And peaked at number 18. The song was written by Suggs and Chrissy Boy and stylistically matches the sophisticated sound of their mid-80s period. Lyrically, it's very dark, very nihilistic, ruminating on aging, a common theme at this point in their career. Yesterday's Men. Okay. Like I said, this is a... (laughs) Very unfair matchup. This might be someone's favorite song. People might fucking might love this. Ooh. Come out someone wherever you are. Someone will tell us. This is like very like 
This is my favorite song. It's going to be like K-Moy being like, I was on the Brooklyn Bridge singing it to myself (laughs) at night. (laughs) About... <laughs> what did he say that it was about? About journey. about that journey song. I, I'm with Don't you. I, I hate that song. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter wrapped it up perfectly that it's like time to go home or like you should have gone a couple songs ago if that comes on. And I was like, that's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, that's a nope. Oh man, this song's boring. Okay, yeah, it's so like, boring. Yeah. That's not all right. Sorry, guys. All right. Sorry, um, madness. All right. Sorry, madness. You guys remember the other song? Okay. I do. I do. All right. Three. Two. Oh, wait, one. what was the other song? One, one step beyond. One step beyond. What, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that the one. only one thing you said. One, two, three. three. One, one step beyond. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, by a, that's the by most, a long uh, that's shot. Insane. Yeah. Unreal. But that would have beat out our house. Oh, uh, yeah. It would have wiped its butt. So, of with the our house. six songs I think I know. By madness, and I'm that could be the winner. Again, I'm baby. not. Hey, I'm gonna say it now. It might be the winner. It could be the winner. Baby. But keep in could mind, be. we are not the only people that will be making these decisions. I'm in every episode. about it. <laughs> there will be some guests coming on that will have their say, and that okay. will matter. Um, and some of them will be upset. I think they'll get there and they'll yeah. be like, "Hey, where's my favorite song? Yesterday's where's Men. our house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's our house? Will be the absolute first and last question we get." <laughs> All right, so just to recap for the episode, because this is this is it. We hit it. We we got through all of them. Oh, we made it. We did it. Oh boy. Episode one. So House of Fun makes it to the next round. Michael Caine. I I'm, am Michael Caine. Okay. Driving in my car. I'm starting to think that driving in my car <laughs> making it to the second Dark round horse, is so, baby. Fucking, so funny. Also, boo to driving in my car. Boo. <laughs> we'll see how the next one go because I like that song. <laughs> boo. The fucking little sounds, anyways. <laughs> Sorry, makes it. Mm-hmm. Baggy trousers. Mm-hmm. The return of the Las Palmas Seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. Embarrassment, and one step beyond. Those are the eight songs in the first round, making it to episode or to round two, episode three. Sweet. I feel mostly good about it. I feel great. I feel very good yeah, about it. You guys it. got all of your picks. <laughs> so you should feel good. Yeah, you should be on. You should, like, it could easily be That's Joey gets knocked out. Baby. Rob gets knocked out. So many options. Yeah. There's so many options. I hope Rob gets knocked out. Well, Rob will I get hope Rob knocked gets out. knocked out. There we go. There's our one threat per app. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Checkered Past. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Checkered Past Pod or send us an email at checkeredpasspod at gmail.com. Ask a question for the show, suggest bands, bring us games to play. We have merch available at checkeredpast.ca, including a shirt for Madness March. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends, and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. This episode is produced and engineered by Joey, who also makes a playlist featuring music from today's episode. And actually, there that, already yeah. is yeah, a already Madness is, March I, playlist. I don't have to do anything for five weeks on the playlist front. Our theme is OAO by Edmonton's own Mad Bomber Society, and we have a sweet remix from uh, Bonsai Dad featuring Common Sense Kid. So. Next week, we'll have round one, part two, with the three of us again. So until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Selin. <laughs> I'm Joey. And in the immortal words of madness, all the teachers in the pub passing around the ready rub, trying not to think of when the lunchtime bell will ring again. The teachers in the pub. Oh,